Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. I'm Eldon and Lowell is here today for this podcast. Lowell, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Eldon. It is August 19th. I think it's been a month, month and a half since we I think it's been longer released than that. the podcast. It's been a long time. I don't think we've done it since. Well, now I guess I have to go look. Since when, right before you went out on your trip. I think you're getting my trips mixed up. No. That was your other trip. It's been a long time, I'm pretty sure. July 1. So that would have been okay. after I got back. Think. Was it? Okay. Unless so, that was the one we recorded before I left. You I'm said a sure. month, so it's <laughs> more like a month and a half. It is a month and a half. Yeah. So it's so, been a while. What all has happened in the Man, last month and a half? Man, it sure has been nice having this month and a half off from the <laughs> podcast. I've finally been able to get some things done. Yeah. Nothing much to do these days. Just Not, kind of. Said no farmer ever. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, what all has been happening the last month and a half or so? Well, now that we said we were so busy, I guess we should think of some <laughs> things that we were doing, right? Uh, let's see. There was a bunch of blueberry stuff. Yeah. We bring blueberries in, resell them. Um, in a, I mean, we buy them wholesale from New Jersey. Resell them through our farm store. So, we did that through, what, the first week or two of July. Something like that. And we got all our orders taken care of and got that crossed off the list for the year. Yep. So that was good. Sweet corn came and went sometime. Had we picked any? I don't I don't think we we were a little later on sweet corn this year than typical typically. And we, we kinda are. had two two blocks of sweet corn. That's uh, right. We had a later planting, and uh, we wrapped that up a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So that was well-received. The sweet corn, yeah, kind of did okay this year. I wouldn't have, we, didn't, we didn't set the world on fire with it as far as, we had uh, stand problems. It was cool and wet in the spring. I could just say that we left room for growth next year. Okay. <laughs> that works. <laughs> no. Actually, that later pot did fairly well. Which is interesting because that was not on plastic. And, you know, there are benefits and negative non benefits to having it on plastic. Yeah. Uh, Keeps some weed pressure down, and you typically can get a nice jump on early sweet corn by putting it on plastic. But this year, that didn't seem to quite work out that way. And then when you go to lift that plastic, um, because we usually follow sweet corn, which follows pumpkins, which follows strawberries. And so after sweet corn comes strawberries. So we have to lift the plastic um, beds. And sweet corn plastic is just a pain to lift. Because and, of the root, different root system and yeah, the stalk. And, you know, you're mowing it off in July usually, and there's just more weed pressure sure, and so forth. So we always dread the sweet corn plastic. Yeah. So, as what I was saying is, it's interesting that our latest, uh, the later planting of sweet corn just on good old dirt did pretty well. So we're thinking maybe next year to really cut back on what we do on plastic to avoid 
the aggravation of lifting uh, plastic. You know, if you could plant it with a corn planter yet. Yeah, you can. That might make your life even simpler. Well, except I use my little push planter, you know. Oh, yeah. So it's already pretty simple. Yeah. Well, simpler than planting it one seed at a time with my old pumpkin planter. Yeah. Yeah. And that uh, push planter will actually... I planted both kinds with that. The stuff on plastic and the stuff on the soil. Oh, really? I didn't realize you could use that on plastic. Yeah, it works on Although now that I think about it, I remember watching you use it on plastic. So I should have known that. Yeah, you should have. You're bad. My bad. All right. Other than that, uh, yeah, so we've been probably the... One of the big pushes is getting ready for strawberries again. And so we have all the old plastic lifted up, uh, that sweet corn plastic that I mentioned, and then some uh, plastic which had strawberries on this year. We have them mowed off, plastic lifted, and we've done a lot of dirt work. We will still continue to do that until probably the day that we make the beds. Did your load of, uh, what did you call it, gypsum? Gypsum. Come today? Mm-hmm. It did, actually. Okay. It is now down there, and yeah, it's interesting stuff. So, Campbell County has problems. <laughs> <laughs> One of the problems is the soil. I mean, it's good soil, don't get me wrong, but it it's a heavy uh, reddish clay soil. Yeah. And... It's struggle, you struggle with clods, typically, most years, and it's just not as deep and loamy and sandy, sandy-ish. You know, you find a lot of strawberries kind of follow sandier-type soils. Uh, it's easier to make a really nice, pretty straight bed on sandy soils, and um, I guess, I don't know, they just typically follow sandier soils yeah. anyway, so... We were told that this product called gypsum can actually help, uh, I don't know, loosen the soil. I think someone, the word was flocculate the soil. <laughs> have no idea. Uh, that sounds like a dangerous term to be Yeah, But anyway, it, it's supposed to, if we apply this for a few years, it really helps okay. our soil improve, maybe be less cloddy and more easily... Um, we'll be able to more easily make the beds and so forth. So sure. that's what we're hoping. So, yeah, we got a load out of, uh came from Richmond. It's blended for soil. It's commonly used in, like, uh, peanuts, I think. Okay. Because they're, you know, working with pretty deep tillage on, sure. on peanuts. So we've never tried it before. Thought we would try some. Yeah. So good. now that we have it here, we need more dry weather to get it on our <laughs> strawberry land because as you may or may not have noticed it's been raining a lot yeah sure enough so you're hoping to get beds made in the next couple of weeks and then well we're, we're really getting kind of tight on sure. time because well well yeah on beds and then on plants too so that brings us to that yeah. uh been some delays getting some of the varieties out of Canada, and we grow some tips here, the little strawberry tips. We root them down, and in fact, we started some yesterday. These actually came from North Carolina. It's uh, the North Carolina varieties that we've 
referenced before, the Rockers, which is an early variety, and then the Liz uh, variety, which is a it's a more typical Chandler-like variety. These are uh, varieties that they've been working on for quite a while, and they're they're not really available through the mainstream channels. But there's a farm in North Carolina that grows them up in the mountains, and so I was able to get some little tips from them. I met a truck, and um, we got those rooted. Well, they're growing roots now, as we speak. Yeah, <laughs> stuck into potting into potting soil, and yeah, got them under a heavy mist. And if you do that, you typically, if everything goes right, have a ready-to-plant strawberry plug in about five weeks give or take a little bit depending how you can push them and so forth that sounds about right on time um with our normal opening for the corn may season yeah yeah (laughs) so yeah those varieties um you know five weeks from now we'd be in fairly good shape if we got them in the ground the other variety one of the other varieties that we plant albion uh, that really likes an earlier planting date and same with sweet charlie and we have both of those that are still actually i think my sweet charlies are in transit from canada right now as we speak the tips they'll the still tips. need to get yeah yeah so hopefully they will come it would be really nice if my albions were on this load but they were having some delays on those they they told me are you sticking your own on those or yeah yeah okay yeah so we're doing about a a little more than a third of our total plants. Okay, wow. We're growing them ourselves, and then the others we're getting from a friend who grows them over a couple hours away in the mountains, and he's growing all our Chandlers and our Ruby Junes. Very good. I suppose he has a start already. I hope so. Yeah. We'll ask him. So, yeah, that's... That's kind of strawberries, I guess, or the... Yeah, and it's just always, you know, you you're you need good moisture to make good beds. You, know, you don't want it too wet, don't want it too dry. Uh, so you need kind of the perfect moisture to to do that. And then, yeah, you're you're uh, needing to wait a little bit to plant your plants, and uh, you need plants that are tall enough to plant when it's the right time to plant. So you have a lot of factors all kind of coming together, yeah. which all strawberry farmers know. And you got tropical storms kicking around and things like yeah. that. Which, Is there anything new? I haven't looked for a few days. Well, you just wonder, you know, if you get a rainy stretch, it can affect your timeliness. And the the main reason that makes a difference is because it's pretty important to get those strawberries in on time because... Even a week uh, delay can hurt your fall maturity and development, and then that uh, has effects down the road Yeah, for your picking season. So anyway, you just have to work with the weather and do the best you can, which is what we're doing, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, very good. Tomatoes, um, we closed the farm store Saturday. Uh, we'll be closed till we open again in September for the corn maize and pumpkin seasons. Um, you all kind of wrapped those up over the last number of weeks and cleaned yeah, a couple greenhouses. Two of the up. greenhouses are cleaned out, and the other one is working on getting ready to, to clean out. 
Yeah, we have plants uh, going for those two we already cleaned out, and then we'll start. You mean new plants planted? Right, yeah, yeah little baby baby tomato plants. Yeah. And we'll start the others, oh, I don't know, September, I think we usually do. Okay. Hope to be picking uh, all those houses. Well, it's too complicated to explain That's how fine. we stagger things, but anyway. Yeah, we hope to be picking some at some point. We'll pick this some fall. in November yeah. and then various quantities and probably not quite as many through the you know, December, late December, early January time frame, and then hopefully good volumes in February, March, February, March, April, yeah. May, June, July, and next August. Yep, I guess. Very good. Uh, let's see, what else do we need to talk about? I guess um, we've been working towards being ready for the fall stuff. Um, yeah, it suddenly seems like it's right around the corner, doesn't it? Yeah, it usually happens every year, kind of. Fall, you mean? Sneaks on us, and then, no, just our fall season. Gets yeah. closer, and then well, suddenly I think that's it's like, oh, it's just a couple of weeks away. <laughs> because, you know, strawberry season stretches into June, which it did this way, this year, until kind of the end of June. So really, you know, there's a three-month gap, but you can't just expect to suddenly open no. for fall there's a lot that has to go into it and a lot of preparation yep and you're out cutting the maize last night yeah um we planted uh this year we planted tropical corn instead of i don't know what we normally plant but uh the, sorghum and corn mix well yeah i guess it meant on the corn side but the sorghum we had to cut every couple of weeks um to keep our trails cut down the initial thought with corn was that we'd cut it once and it'd be pretty good to go for a while. So uh, I was a little bit surprised last night when I went back into it that a lot of the corn that I had cut in the trails was almost as tall as the corn around it. Um, I guess I should have walked through there a little earlier. Of course, I was gone for a couple of weeks, but anyhow. So we're going through cutting that the second time. Um probably cut it another time or two before we open just to make sure the there's some grass in there so make sure that's all cut down to a decent height yeah and, i guess it's it's an indicator of a couple things one the uh the moisture we've had over the last three weeks has been very sufficient which is not always the case in august yeah so i'm sure that pushed the corn some but maybe it's something about the characteristics of this variety of corn, too. It's a little more growthy. Yeah, hard to say. Than normal. I'd really like field to get corn. through the, the bottom half soon. Um, but looks like there's a fair bit of rain in the forecast, and it rained this morning, so we'll see when I can get back out there. There's but. stuff out there along the lane that I was out there bush hogging, and it's it would be getting pretty close to the roof of the tractor. <laughs> not power line love we yet like someone we heard but i mean yeah and not a sign of a tassel yet so this yeah. corn this corn is quite yeah a, it's weird. quite a There's long no, way to grow no years no tassels nothing. i mean i would think we could be looking at a lot of 10 11 12 foot corn possibly yeah which you is know, cool we have never had corn that tall 
Junior said he planted some tropical corn one time and had a lot of like 15 foot tall corn. So, but this isn't quite truly tropical corn. It's just the closest stuff that they can get to okay. old tropical. Well, maybe corn. it doesn't even grow in here. <laughs> no, it does because I saw some videos. See, it's a South American corn. Okay. So I saw some videos in Spanish out of Brazil, which stretched my Spanish vocabulary. But they were demoing it, and um, it looked they were growing really nice ears okay. on it. They seemed to seem like they were impressed with it. So cool. Well, we I will guess see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Interesting experiment. Anyway. Anyway, this is probably the year to do it with the amount of moisture that we have been receiving yeah we've basically been living in a rainforest kind of situation yeah we get our daily showers yeah pretty much at least this morning we have already um anything else we should talk about fall related i planted a few pumpkins recently no well not too recently yeah but i mean they're growing yeah they're on we anticipate selling them this fall (laughs) yeah did you plant more than last year or about the same? Uh, probably a few more. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did more. They're, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah they're looking, yeah, they're kind of. <laughs> Is this of, rain messed with them some? Well, I had trouble with my stand establishment this year, probably more than ever. I'm not sure. Maybe some too much moisture in times. I planted some down in the creek bottom where we haven't had them for okay. like three years. And it's interesting there. There are wet spots, and the pumpkins are not doing very good in the hmm. wet spots, which is usually kind of the usually opposite. Usually it's the opposite, yeah. So it hmm. tells you a little bit what kind of year it's been. I planted some later than I normally do. I think I think that'll be okay this year especially. Uh, we can keep picking pumpkins on through October, so. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, they're, and, they're looking okay. We'll yeah. see. We're still trying to figure out, you know, if things will be different, what things will be different this fall. Uh, we'll be sure to put that on the website once we nail anything down, if we nail anything down. Um, well, certainly things yeah. will be different than a normal fall. Sure. Yeah. Like, but we're not sure to what all details we're going to be <laughs> uh, hammering things out yet. But anyhow, that'll all be on the website once we get it figured out. Yeah, it's, I mean, probably some things sort of along the lines of strawberry season. But then, you know, strawberry season, you could social distance while you picked and yeah things like that it's a little harder to social distance on a hayride for example so we're trying to figure out what to do on that like you said yeah hopefully that will all become clear in the next little while we could actually put i hadn't thought of this but like little individual plexiglass seats i hadn't thought of that totally redo the hayride wagon and uh have like these little Plastic cubicles. You have to drop people in from the top. Yeah. Go around, fill them up, and then... Actually, maybe you could stack it. You could have two or three levels of people, since (laughs) it's all clear plastic anyway. Uh, Huh. That sounds like a new prototype for a... uh, We probably have a big um, 
demand for them this fall and then yeah demand would slack off hope hopefully <laughs> hopefully yeah well we will uh save any more fall stuff for our next podcast we need to have something to talk about okay I'm sure nothing's gonna happen in the next couple of weeks are you still planning to do funnel cakes we'll just have to see how all that plays out okay i guess I should we're not gonna tell them gonna... about the design of the corn maze we'll make them wait till next yeah we'll talk next about time that. On that yeah we'll talk about that well next that sounds time. good um, all right i've been doing some bee work but other than that oh, oh we yeah. pulled honey we didn't talk about that man so much going on i know we should record more often it was i think harder work than i thought it would be pulling the honey pulling the honey yeah extracting it and so forth it's pretty time consuming and yeah yeah but it's fun i mean that's what you you know you have bees for at least one of the reasons one of the reasons so we pulled you know, a lot of a lot of honey and it was have, good honey too have it available here in our farm store while supplies last while supplies last hopefully next year i can double production would that be possible yeah maybe should easily if, you be keep, possible. Uh, if you keep getting swarms from other folks yeah so in the last uh what couple weeks i've done two cutouts one did not work out very well i actually literally like these are both trees that have fallen down and one of them had fallen down from natural causes and one of them had fallen down from unnatural causes otherwise known as the logger yeah (laughs) but he nicely called me and so last night i went and cut that one out so basically they were in the the bottom part of the tree and you could see them like where he had cut was just below the hive and so i had to cut a kind of wow just whack that thing careful with with your elbow that's what happens when i get to like wave my (laughs) arm around while i'm talking and trying to explain to you on the other side of the sweeper there (laughs) a lot more helpful for folks to be able to see (laughs) actually i'm not sure if it would be I just wave my arm around a little more. That's kind of how yeah. the chainsaw was going last night. Yeah. Waving around the trunk. No, it wasn't too bad. So you thought you got the queen on this one and things are looking Yeah, so basically good. I cut up through and got to where I could get the combs out and shook some combs in and put a bunch of kind of mess of crossed up combs and stuff and threw a lid on it. But yeah, I thought I saw the queen right towards dark. I was shining my little phone flashing it around up inside there and so i grabbed the one that i thought it was with my actually not my gloves i borrowed them from lorena okay heavy leather gloves yeah and i brought the whole mess home but it's it's a lot of bees so i basically shook them out into an existing uh hive with that had combs that i had on hand and um I mean, so what do you do with that honey? How does that work? Well, there wasn't just tons of honey in it. Okay. It's um, a lot more bee reproduction type stuff. Well, see, I think the tree has, no, not even a lot of brood either. The tree has been on the ground for at least a week. Okay. And I wonder if they maybe have been getting robbed from okay. another hive. has maybe been robbing some of the honey out. Of course, you know, I mean, anything could be eating on it. True. Bears. raccoons well maybe not bears it was out in the pasture but <laughs> i was just thinking of winnie the i don't pig. know it wasn't it wasn't as much honey as i expected but i didn't quite get 
to the very top part of the, of the tree. There okay. seemed to be more honey up in there. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. So I brought the combs home, but they had some small hive beetles in, and I didn't really want to put them in my sure. hive, so I have them hanging around. So that they can clean so them off. Hopefully they can, my thought is they can rob it, rob their own honey back, yeah. reclaim it, and uh, put it into the existing combs that I have in the hive, and um, hopefully they'll be in good shape for winter. Might have to feed them yet, but a lot of bees. So if the queen survived everything, yeah, I'll be happy. Well, we like when you're happy, so... Hopefully that works out. That for makes everybody. me happy and y'all happy <laughs> and the bees happy. Yeah. So we'll we'll see, but hopefully I can increase my hives just a little bit and then be in a good place next year to really crank the production. Yeah, or at least as crank it as much as I am able to do and still farm other things. Yeah, a it, lot of time involved. Yeah. Very good. Anything else we should mention before we sign off here? Well, there's one more bee tree, too, that the same person okay. told me about, so I might go try to get another one today. Cool. Since it's so much fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm hungry, so likely we should sign off. Very good. All right, well, thank you all for listening if you've made it this far. Um as always, if you made it this far. God bless you. Yeah, <laughs> actually, God bless you if you've signed off already too. Um, yeah. So as always, any more information about things can be found over on our website, yodersfarm.com, and we'll be updating some things there in the next week or so um, with regards to the fall season. So, posting cool pictures on our Facebook page. Hopefully, as we at some do point, cool things. Yeah. And next time you will be playing the ukulele, I think, live on the podcast. Well, I wasn't planning to. I guess we could always see what <laughs> see where we get to by then. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Unless we forget. In which case, we will not. In which case, we will stop talking soon. Because you know I'm going to leave all this in, don't you? You can't leave it in. I bet I can. Yeah. <laughs>